Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. All right, I try the doorknob. You see a gigantic rat-like creature. Two more smaller were-rats are visible in the darkness behind it. You have invaded our lair. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Another one of these were-rats, except this one has wings. Oh, is what flying. the heck? 11 damage to that guy. Nice. You see it beginning to revert. It's going to be five damage. The rat turns back into a human man. Seven uh, piercing. And then another seven. As it reverts to its true form, you notice it has odd-looking horns jutting out of its forehead. We need to take the specimen back to the lab, Tokus. As you guys start searching the room, I'll start ritualing detect magic. It's the pot of self-cooking. It's a fantasy crockpot. Should we rest in this room? Shut the door and try to bar it somehow. Tie a rope to one of the beds and then tie the other end to the door handle. You see the doorknob begin to turn and the door opens, pulling the rope tight. So the rope pulls taut. What do you do? I stand up, draw my bow with a, an arrow pointed at the door, inch over to where Aslan and Tokus are sleeping, and I nudge each one of them. <laughs> Rutabaga. And then I point, and then I say, don't, should be quiet, don't say Rutabaga. Wait, you're dreaming about Rutabagas now? What the heck? (laughs) I'm supposed to dream about Rutabagas. Togus? Yeah, this is, it's like a Stephen King novel where we all have shared dreams. It came after you with a knife, too? I think so. It was pretty scary. So I point at... I'm like, guys, shut up. There's someone at the door. <laughs> oh, oh, shh, shh, okay. Oh, Do we order pizza? <laughs> no, there's no pizza in the sewer, except... There's no time for pizza. Something used to be pizza, maybe. Except if you're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, like, cuts over to the TNMT, and they're, like, here. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, in the next room. Cross worlds. These aren't were-rats, it's just Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey! Oh, no, we killed Splinter, masters. Sensei. Alright, um, what do we do about the rope? Uh, get your weapons out. Okay, I do that. And stop whispering so loud. Oh, sorry. Alright, everybody get your weapons out. Battle positions. Okay, I'll I'll move forward towards the door. And we make like a Charlie's Angels-esque trio of getting ready to fight. We like are silhouetted like that, you know, with like the whole guns up except their swords do we like use our arms and legs to make shapes yeah like we stand (laughs) as if our legs are each an a right yeah we we pretend like we're a giant multi-limbed monster so that when they open the door whoever it is they'll see just a big silhouette of a huge beast right and they have to take a fear check they can't really open the door unless they break the rope or right so what's happening are they like yanking on it or is it just it pulls tight once and then goes a little bit loose and they pull another time and then it drops and it seems like they've stopped pulling on it. You don't hear anything different happening outside though. What should we do, guys? Should we cut the rope? Well, wait, what rope did we use? I forget. I was sleeping. Also, did we set the trap uh, before we went in? I forget. You did. Okay, we, we did. So we should just untie the rope from the bedpost and then when they open the door, the trap will go off and they'll get trapped with a dart. Wait, I thought the point of setting the trap and tying the rope was to not let people into the room. Shouldn't we just, like, go back to sleep? 
<laughs> I mean, if you really want to, but it was to not let people in the room until we were ready. And I feel like we're all ready, right? Well, wait a second. We have all this time to set up. Why don't we do something more clever like Aslo goes invisible, I hide under the covers, and they come to get me, but I'm the tank, and that's perfect. And then, Shaba, you hide in the shadows. Yeah, I'll hide in the corner. Yeah. Good idea. Or I'll, I'll do that cat thing and, like, wedge myself into the rafters on the ceiling, and then when they're the least expecting it, I'll pounce. That's perfect. But we don't have any of our spells back, so Aslo, can you go invisible? Um, I, I still have three first-level spell slots and one second-level spell slot. So can you go invisible is the question. <laughs> uh, yes. The answer is yes. Do I need to, though? No, you don't need to, but Tokus wants to do something flashy and cool, so... Hmm. I'll get in the covers. Shaba, you wedge yourself up there somehow, and maybe the other two can be under the bed. Good idea. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Stripey. We do that. Okay, and then I untie the rope from the bedpost and then hide in the shadows with my bow out. All right. And I'm, I'm sleeping with my rapier in my hands. <laughs> Are the lanterns in the room both off? You've put out the fires? Uh, yes. Uh, well, no, because then we wouldn't be able to see. Tokus can still see. <laughs> then the rest of us are going to fight in the dark. Why don't we dim one lantern so that it's okay. like dim light, but you guys can still somewhat see? Yeah. Uh, no, if we're going to leave on any light, let's just leave them both on, right? I mean... Yeah, but I'm not going to be sleeping in perfect daylight. They're not going to buy that, Shaba. Well, they're not going to know you're a gnome until they pull the covers away and see your gnomish face with your little cherry nose and pink cheeks. Oh. Are these lanterns built into the walls? No, they're hanging on hooks on opposite walls. Okay. But they are, like, part of the room. Like, we didn't... They're not ours. Right. They were there when you came in. Okay, yeah. So let's just leave them lit. That's fine. All right. Okay. And I untie the rope, and we wait. Begin scene. Okay. You all get into your positions. Did you already cast your invisibility spell? Uh, I'm hiding under the bed. (laughs) So he is effectively invisible. (laughs) Same thing. Well, it took you a minute to come up with your plan and spread around the room. And in that time, you haven't heard anything else from outside, nor seen the door move. So you're all sitting around waiting for something to happen, and nothing seems to be happening. I I catch some more Zs, since I didn't get a full rest. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, Aslo, maybe you're right, maybe we should just go back to sleep. Hmm. Alright, I retie the rope to the bedpost, and then I slump down in the corner into a seat. And I keep watch on the door. No, I'll stay standing, because I was on watch anyway. Wait, was I in my armor for this exercise? No, you're not in your armor. You were sleeping. Oh, dangerous. Yeah, for reals. So you're just going to settle down there and have... Have another cat nap, you guys. <laughs> Aslo sleeping under the bed. Toka sleeping <laughs> above him in the bed. Yeah, as soon as someone comes in the room, I'll scream real loud. Okay? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll sleep back in the bed again. Okay, so you kind of go back to positions as if nothing had happened. Yep. Yeah, let's just let's just keep sleeping as if nothing had happened. We only wait until someone actually breaks in, then we fight them. Otherwise, we get a good night's rest and fight them in the morning. Yeah. Do sewers have mornings? I mean, I feel like I'm losing all sense of time down here, guys. That's a good point. Mm, it may be morning not. right now. We wouldn't know. You can actually hear some rumbles from up above reverberating through the walls. Sounds like there was a thunderstorm happening for the past 
couple of hours here and it's still going on. And we wake up and like the room's flooded. <laughs> yeah, beds are floating. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. No, I hope I hope not. I hope not. Don't give the DM ideas. Rule number one of D and D. Yeah, come up with your own ideas, Thane. <laughs> yeah, Thane, butt out. Okay. Stop stealing our ideas for making our lives terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, we, so we wait. We just continually continue to wait. <laughs> You pass the next couple of hours and finally have finished resting up. You didn't hear anything else happening. You can still hear all the rats squeaking outside and occasional thunder now and then, but at this point it sounds like the storm's dying out. Okay, I'll close the door and wake up the two little ones and advise them to gear up. Daddy! The door was already closed. What do you mean? No, I thought the person opened it a little bit when they pulled on the rope and then they just let it go. So I just assumed the door was sort of cracked. Okay, so you do pull it back just that inch or so? Yeah. Just so it's closed while we're vulnerable. And it's gonna be a day of were-rat hunting. We still have that sixth were-rat to find. Fifth. Fifth. Fifth and sixth. We have two <laughs> were-rats to find. Let's hunt them down. Well, you don't know exactly how many. You just know that reports were about half a dozen. Right. And four is definitely not about that much. Five is about half a dozen. <laughs> Seven is even about half a dozen. But four, not enough to satisfy my <laughs> desire to complete this quest. Shaba, we've been taking so long on this quest. Who knows how many or few were-rats exist in these sewers? That's true. They do breed like rats. So maybe there's a bunch <laughs> of them now. Yeah, maybe it's like an exponential curve and I start talking about like logarithmic math and like how like one <laughs> yeah. rat, you know, two rats come together and make like a litter of rats 15. and then that litter of rats, yeah. Right. Every every 24 hours they double in number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What if the rats outside all matured and like we come outside and there's just an army of yeah, rats? Yeah, this is like a, it's like a Garden of Eden of rats and like they're all just humans instead of rats now. Remind me not to live in that world. <laughs> yeah. We should have killed them while they were small. Right? That's true. While they were just regular rats. Uh, okay, so we finish the night of sleep. We get our hit points back. Get half our hit dice back. All right, back up to full. And spell slots. And spell slots. Yes. And T-Pain. Uh, Tokus, were you down at all uh, hit points wise? Not anymore. Okay. All right, cool. Just making sure. Fighters have practically right. unlimited hit points if they can rest, thanks to the second it's wind. True. Yeah, it's true. I'm full of wind. <laughs> full of something. All right, folks, uh, shall we venture forth? Yes. Tally-ho. All right, forgetting about the trap that we set last night, I fling the door open <laughs> and say, If you're out there, where rats, we're coming for you. And then I get shot in the neck. It's with a, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> with a tranquilizer dart and fall over like a felled tree on top of my <laughs> companions. If you throw the door open in front of you, rather than stepping out with the door, then the arrow instead will strike the door. Oh, that's cool. That sounds like a good plan, right, guys? Uh, I think you should voluntarily take the damage. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. T- I'm just going to take the damage. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'll let the door absorb the blow. So you throw the door open, and the, I guess the dart, flies out and strikes the door at around chest height for you. Sweet. Good trap, guys. Good trap. Yeah, well done. We high-five each other. All right, let's go kill some rats. <laughs> All right, let's go get some rats. So the rats are still kind of gathered around not too far in front of the door, filling most of the room. 
seems like they've been busily eating away at the bodies that you threw into there. Ooh. Did we loot those bodies, by the way? <laughs> uh, I feel like we wouldn't have overlooked something that simple, right? Uh, probably not. Tokus, why don't you go in just to make sure? <laughs> yeah, just have another look, please. Yeah, I'd rather not, guys. <laughs> but you're our tank. Yeah. Go be tanky. Well, I'm not a scavenger. That's <laughs> that's more Stripey's deal. He could pass as a rat, a really big rat. Why don't we just have him go in there? Speaking of looting the bodies, there was actually one thing I forgot to mention when you were doing that. Oh. And that is that the half-orc leader among them seemed to be wearing some particularly nice studded leather armor. What the heck? Guys. Did you say half-orc? Yes. Yeah, remember that when they turned back into their non-were-rat forms, they were all different uh, races? Dude, nice studded yeah. leather. Guys, I wear studded leather armor. Do either of you guys wear studded leather armor that's half-orc-sized? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I wear... What do I wear? Leather, probably? Yes, leather armor. Well... Regardless, half-orc's armor probably wouldn't fit you. Well, I thought that armor resized. Magic armor does. Yeah. Oh. Because I've been wearing leather armor, and my armor class has been 14 since level 1. Let's go take that dude's armor. Let's get it. Have the rats eaten any holes through it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, since I forgot to mention it, I think you would have just taken it off back when you were taking them. Yeah, dude. Put that stuff on. Yeah, if any type of orcish or goblinish person is wearing something nice, you definitely always take it. Because you know it's probably not theirs and they didn't make it. Therefore, it's okay to take it off their dead body mm-hmm. because they probably stole it from someone else. <laughs> definitely. All right. <clears throat> so you put it on? Uh, first, I detect magic via Aslo. I ask Aslo to okay. tell me if this is magic. Uh, I spend... Ten minutes channeling and chanting. <laughs> Do I pick up anything? Is that your detect magic sound? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. And then you're like 1960s sci-fi sound effect detect magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the armor is indeed magical. <gasps> what? Oh my what? What does it do? It's studded leather, so it probably makes you a stud when you wear it. (laughs) Stud muffin leather. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And it gives you muffins. Produces muffins once a day. Yeah, free muffins once a day, guys. You look so good in that armor. (laughs) Thanks. Want a muffin? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Here's a muffin. Anybody who gives me a compliment gets a free muffin. (laughs) It just, like, pops out of the armor. Like, is this safe to eat? (laughs) It's all leathery. (laughs) (laughs) Worst muffin I've ever had. Leather flavored. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's plain. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. Th- maybe it makes different flavors depending on which stud you press. It gives you a different flavor of muffin. Oh, I see. Okay. <clears throat> They're each a button. Oh yeah, it's like the it's like the robe of useful things. You like peel off a stud and it gives you a muffin. Exactly, and it reveals a magic muffin. Different flavor. Perfect. Okay, note to self, make that a magic item for my next campaign. <laughs> Stud muffin armor. All right, so I will, um, I'm not going to wear it because I don't know what it does yet, but I will stow it away. Yeah, are there ever, like, magic items that, like, if you equip this, it steals your soul, like, as a <laughs> oh, yeah, know, there's definitely, drawback passive? There's absolutely cursed items, and some of them you can't take off unless you have, like, a break curse or whatever. They exist. Yeah. They're fairly rare. Real bad. But yes, they do exist. 
I, I like you playing it safe, Shaba. That's pretty smart. Yeah. You're showing that plus one intel- uh, intelligence right now. Uh, it's really just <laughs> yeah. the fact that I'm a D&D player. I don't know if Shaba necessarily would be. He'd probably be like, oh, this is a cool armor, and it's better than mine, and it looks handmade, and I would like it, so I would put it on. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm not going to metagame here, because... <laughs> Shaba's not me. Shaba just puts it on. <laughs> and then, like, Shaba Aslo no. and I are like, wait, no, don't put it on. It could be cursed. Because we're slightly higher int than you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have plenty of opportunity to stop me if you want to um, while I'm taking off my old armor. Uh, well, I kind of want to take notes, though, on, like, what happens when it, like, fuses to your skin and you start <laughs> popping out muffins. <laughs> right. That's just like Tokus. You would, you would rather use your friends as a, a scientific experiment. You know... Than- because we're playing this up so much, I hope it's cursed. <laughs> yeah, Tokus just takes out a clipboard. All right. Well, do I feel any effects via putting it on? Not especially. It seems nice and snug, comfortable, fits you well. Do I feel better protected than I did in my old armor? Yes, by two whole AC. Somewhat, due to the fact that this is a higher grade armor than what you were wearing originally. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, by default, it would just be better. Okay. Fair enough. Can I um, sense what uh, the school of magic it is? Isn't there a type of... I was researching armors the other day. Uh, isn't there a type of armor that adds your dex? Any light armor adds dex. Yeah. Okay, so Shaba's a better tank than me now? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. My armor class just went up by one. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is uh, abjuration. Oh, abjuration. This is a pretty rare case. I think Aslo would know what that means, but Brian in real life does not. Uh, can you please explain abjuration? Well, so abjuration is kind of like conjuration mana or magic, no, isn't it? It's protection, protection magic. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Like bark skin or that kind of thing. Yeah, could just be a plus one or something. Huh. Interesting. Do you f- feel bark like you're covered in tree bark, Shaba? Not necessarily. Or like your skin is stony? I, I need you to describe your symptoms. I am like jotting this down on the clipboard. <laughs> well, I always feel like my skin is stony, so that's no different. But it feels snug. Mm. It feels a little more sturdy. feels snug and sturdy. Yes. <laughs> Other than that, though, no. No real effects. And then I start swaying and fall over. <laughs> what? No, I feel totally fine, guys. Everything's fine. Oh, this is an interesting discovery. Uh, <laughs> subject falls over immediately. <laughs> <laughs> While claiming no symptoms or side effects. All right, guys, which direction should we go in order to hunt the remaining were-rats? Better question, do we find anything else on any of the corpses? Good, good, true. That's a better question. Nothing else of note. You did find the iron key that I already told you about before. Right. Mm-hmm. And that fit the chest in the room. Okay, correct. And then they have their normal short swords and crossbows on them also. Okay. Well, I guess we could sell those, right, guys? Uh, yep. Even if we were only getting a couple gold, we're about to go back and talk to the smithy. Yeah, you, you always sell the gray and white items. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a bag of holding in this campaign, do we? We do not. Nope. Ah, sad. So I guess mark down those mundane items, Aslo. All right. We'll just stick them in our various bags. In your company resources section? Yeah. So, real quick, do we have any idea where we're going? We have none. None whatsoever. I'll uh, I'll make a check to look around and see if I know where we're going. Yeah, that would be good. What are you trying to determine? A survival check. I'm trying to continue to track any remaining were-rats. Okay. Uh, I got a... I received a 14. On my survival check. <laughs> Surveying check? Survival. Chaba, I didn't I didn't know you were French. <laughs> I speak <laughs> merengue. 
<laughs> Alright, you, so you look around the area, you know that someone came to the door, or something mm, came to the door. Yes. And so you're trying to find tracks and see where they might lead. Correct. In addition to all of your own boot prints, there are a couple of others that are smaller, kind of more along the lines of your smaller companions here. It seems like they just come out of and go back into the swarm of rats. Okay. We ch- I check all the other do- all the the other entrances to the room, this big square room that we're in. Do I see f- any of the boot prints going off in any of those directions? You'd have to cross through the rats in order to get to all but one of those. Can I go around the outside of the room? Not really. They fill most of the room. The one passage right next to you doesn't show any recent signs of movement. Okay. Well, we're going to have to cross through the rats eventually anyway, right? Probably. You do still have the one rope hanging across. Oh, that's right. That you could use to get back. The rope. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can check the passage next to us, and then we can go. I can go across the rope and check the other one, but then the other two we'd have to walk through the rats. Okay, so you climb across, and you find your own tracks and signs of rats moving up and down the passage all over the place, but nothing else. Okay. I will cross through the rats once and take some damage to go to one of the side tunnels to investigate, and then I'll do it again to go to the other side. You sure we don't want to just have me plow through the rats again like before and pop my shield? Yeah, it's okay. This is just uh, investigatory work. Make sure you squash a few. I'll try. (laughs) I'd considered using a little bit of extortion on Brian to have him bardic me and then do a cave check, but... I don't really want to cave check a sewer, you know? Mm, yeah, that would be gross. Yeah. Who knows what you'd be putting in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of rat droppings, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, my my cave check tells me that they're right here, guys. <laughs> and we look up and they're in the rafters. <laughs> it's crafty rats. I wouldn't be surprised if something was watching us, Shaba, and then we all look over our shoulders, like, really suddenly, like, as if to catch them off guard. Yeah. <laughs> They've been here the whole time. So... You step into the swarm of rats, and they immediately start climbing up your legs and trying to bite at you, and you struggle to shake them off, but then as you're making your way about halfway across the room, you feel an extremely painful singular bite on your heel. Seems much stronger than these rats typically are. Can I single out the rat that did it? Make a perception check to try to find it. You dirty rat. Uh, 14. Same as my passive perception. <laughs> Is one of the were-rats just laying flat underneath the swarm of rats? <laughs> yeah, right. With his mouth by. open, and he just <laughs> <laughs> waits till I step in his mouth and bites down. <laughs> yes, my trap has worked. I've been waiting here all night. <laughs> okay, so the one bite does six points of damage, which is quite strong for a rat. Yeah, it is. And you try to look around the area to see which one did it, but whatever it was seems to have just been mixed in with the rest of the rats. You can't single one out. Hey, come back here. Shabby, you okay? No. Something just bit me and it was really hurtful. Hmm. (laughs) I go all the way across real fast. Okay. You cover the rest of the distance without too much trouble. And I check for the footprints. Which side did you go to? Uh, Whichever side is in your mind that I went to. (laughs) Okay, I am envisioning the left side from where you initially entered this room the first time. Okay. As you're looking around there, you do see another set of boot prints here. <gasps> and you have not actually been on this side before, so it seems that someone else has. Guys, someone's been over here, and it wasn't us. 
There's no Reebok uh, symbol on these boot prints like Aslo's shoes. If I wore shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Aslo. There's no Reebok like on the like it has been branded to the bottom of Aslo's feet. <laughs> this is a tunnel that uh, we haven't explored yet? Yes. Guys, my, my rangy senses are tingling. Let's go that way. Shab, I feel like you just guessed and you got lucky. I did. But that's what, that's what <laughs> ranging's all about. It's about making an educated guess, and sometimes it works out, and other times... And then you just, like, talk about how you, you're in tune with the woods, and, like, yourself, and pretending that you know something I don't, that science can't explain? Statistically, random guesses will work out 50% of the time, and the other half, you just pretend like it didn't work out for some other reason. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's go that way. I like that plan. All right, guys, be careful. Something really, really strong bit me. So you, you might want to skirt around the outside of the room, even though you'll still be in the rats. Just don't go through the center, because it was real painful. Huh. I look at the bite mark. Is it swelling or turning red, or are there black veins, like, shooting up my leg now? It's kind of swelling and bleeding. Ooh, Like a regular bite or Ooh. like a magic, disgusting, diseased bite? I don't know that you would be able to tell. I thought we're not supposed to give the Dungeon Master ideas, guys. <laughs> Rule number one. We need to get to Shaba somehow, and I look over at Aslo. You got any ideas? Uh, why don't you throw me across the swarm? Uh, okay. So I'll kind of, like, Mario toss Aslo Woo-hoo! across? Like, well, no, like where I do, like, the spinning. Like, you do, yeah, like, grab the, me by my feet. Like, we hold hands and I spin. Yeah. Totally. Wah! <laughs> I think it's significantly farther than you can throw a person. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have laid off the muffins. You should just let Aslo ride on your sh- on your shoulders. I ate way too many stud muffins. Could he actually could he climb up on my back and I do like the the shield charge thing again? Yeah, let's try that. I think you are strong enough to carry him. All right. Aslo, hop on. I'm trying to be, like, more of a tank, so this is good practice. All right, yeah, I, I'll climb up your back and then sit um, on your shoulders. Yeah, Shabe, you're like the Luke Skywalker to his Yoda. <laughs> climb on my back, you must. <laughs> <laughs> so you mount up and start running through the rats. Yeah, and Aslo, if you if you use a um, halfling battle cry, it'll work better. It's true. Okay, I say, do or do not. <laughs> There is no try. <laughs> and uh, give, give you uh, bardic inspiration. All right, here we go! Tokus charge! Uh, I'm not sure what bardic inspiration would do here, but... Well, I'm going to get a d6 out anyway. Just in case it becomes relevant. Yeah, you never know. Might come in handy. So what kind of roll do I make? I don't think you make a roll here. I'm making attack rolls against you. Uh, okay, well, here we go. I do have my shield on, just of note. Maybe you can use the inspiration to avoid the inevitable uh, disease that you're going to contract when they bite you. Yeah. Can I use it to, like, get lucky and steer around the super strong elite rat? I've been making those sorts of rolls myself, but if you would like to make your own uh, constitution checks in this situation, I would let you do that. No, it's fine. It's fine. I I trust your rolls. All right. So you charge into the swarm of rats and try to hurry through as quickly as you can. You, too, feel one of them that just nips at the back of your ankles and gets you for four points of damage as you pass through. Oof. Most of them don't seem to be getting through your armor, but this one slipped right underneath and bit hard. Ouch! The heck? Crazy rats? Did you just get bitten, too? Yeah. Back of my heel. I don't understand. Smarts. 
it's kind of hard to carry you now, Aslo. Can you can you, can you lay off? Or oh, are we through the rats now? Yes, you got up to the other side. All right, I jump off. <sighs> yeah, we should probably look at these, shouldn't we, Chaba? Our wounds. Yep. I've been look st- standing here looking at mine since I got across. Yeah, how are you guys feeling? Am I feeling okay? And is the wound festering? You can't see any immediate effects that are unusual. I tense up every muscle in my body and I make a constitution save to not get sick. <laughs> That's not what usually works for me in real life, so I figured <laughs> probably work here too. Uh, I mean, I just take some um, emergency. Emergency, yeah. <laughs> Or some vitamin C. We can't say products in our podcast. <laughs> we've said plenty of products. Emergency, a proud sponsor of the Damage Game. <laughs> yeah, we've given Reebok and Emergency both free sponsorships <laughs> for this episode. They didn't pay us a cent. When you got bit, I thought we should just farm up all the XP from all the easy rats and then root out whatever like elite rat is hiding amongst them. That's a good idea. Maybe we should just grind XP for these from these rats. <laughs> yeah, or or Brian just uses a spell slot. We kill all of them. Just slaughter them one by one or with a th- with a massive thunder wave. Ooh, that's true. That does sound like fun. Yeah, like no, I gather them all up and shield so I don't take nearly as much damage and then you just blast me and the rats. <laughs> That seems a little excessive. A massive Aslodian thunder wave. We'll call it the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. How much XP is each rat worth, roughly, Thane? <laughs> um, you had to guess. Like, two? No, we're trying to kill them to get to the juicy prize <laughs> two, on the wow. inside. It's like those children's cereal boxes. You don't care about the cereal. Right, you just yeah. want the toy. And I want revenge for whatever bit me. <laughs> Two XP per rat and like five thousand rats. So, dude, we could make we could make some good good money off of this. Yeah, we could level up right here, right now. Seriously, yeah. Except we're not actually using experience points. That's oh, right. that's dang right. it! I had forgotten that technicality. <laughs> but like, what if this is the kind of poison or plague that we can only solve by killing the original carrier? We don't know. There's so little we know about diseases. Like, none of us are like actual healers. I look at Aslo. Ah, thanks, Tokus. Um, <laughs> let's go and kill the uh, the actual way rats. Then we'll come back and, and take care of this rat problem if there's time. Fair enough. All right, Shaba, you are the one who detected these tracks. You lead the way. I do. I lead. We follow. The tracks here seem to be through the refuse left by other rats, and they lead back about a good hundred feet or so down the passageway. At which point you see they just kind of disappear. They kind of disappear, meaning what exactly? You see no more boot prints. They sprouted wings. The trail's gone cold. There's more with wings here. Are there any other directions to go down this passage except straight? Not yet, but you would suppose that this branches off or has other inlets farther down? I suggest we go straight. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the best way to go. Oh, I hear dice being rolled. Uh-oh. That's not good. That's never good. Oh no, the DM is laughing. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> We're doomed. Tokus, you notice as you're just walking past where the footprints stopped, there is a tiny alcove in the wall. It looks like one of the stones has been removed. Ooh. Looking inside, you don't see anything 
particularly interesting in there, but it looks like a likely place that something had been put inside here. Like, Do I just look at it really close with my eye and then they just stab me from <laughs> their hiding place? <laughs> Behind it. No, it's just like a small niche in the wall. Seems to be fairly clear of debris and other things as if it had been recently cleared out. Hey guys, come check out this niche. Um, wow, you've really found your niche, haven't you, Tokus? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that would happen. Well, I am underground. <laughs> yeah, you know what they yeah. say, niches get itches. <laughs> I've got the itch that something's going on here, and we're not quite aware of it. Yeah, speaking of itch, I- I'd like status updates on these heel wounds. Well, like I said, they don't really seem to be that special, but you can't tell. You don't know anything about what might have caused it. But if you really want... You can have a disease. That's what they all say. And then you wake up a were-rat. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Tokus, I think you're going to have to suck the poison out of my ankle. <laughs> uh, that's what Stripey's for, right? <laughs> Stripey can't <laughs> suck. He's a badger for crying out loud. They just badge? Yeah, all they can do yeah. is badge. Stripey's there to inflict bite wounds. I think he would just bite off the foot entirely. Yeah, we're going to have to amputate. Oh, that's true. That's an option. Well, if he bit off your foot and then switched it with your other foot... Maybe you wouldn't contract were-ratism. I'd contract it in my other leg instead. <laughs> like, only our feet become were-rats? Like, just that foot? <laughs> just to have one excessively hairy foot. Yeah. Dang it, every full moon, my one foot gets real hairy. I've never been able to figure out why. And it hungers for flesh. But just my foot. <laughs> Why is my foot making that noise? <laughs> Guys, my foot's so hungry. I know I just ate, but my foot is starved. Oh, just give it a hot dog and shut up already. <laughs> it's just like holding the hot dog, but it can't eat it. It's like sentient. The Damage Guild Podcast. Chaotic Incredible. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, my friends. This is Jay Stout, and you're listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. This week we've got a special treat for you, if you're into family-friendly Dungeons & Dragons podcasts, that is. A special message from our friends, the Dice Girls. The Dice Girls may not know what we're doing, but we're sure having a lot of fun doing it. Do my bagpipes have, like, attack damage? <laughs> if I take out my bow, <laughs> could I miss and hit Trigus? If you roll bad enough. <laughs> have we been able to see the whole time? <laughs> you have dark vision! Surprise! <laughs> what ho, ugly creature? Don't, don't mind him. Everyone's dying around me, but I can't hit anything! <laughs> are you guys gonna be okay? Honestly, I think the answer to that is always no. <laughs> Who are you? Some riffraff. <laughs> Not anything particularly special. We are the Dice Girls. <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I rolled a four. We're going to die. As always, a special, special thank you to all our Patreon supporters for being the best people. I mean, these are, seriously, you can't find better people. You just can't. So don't even try. Just stop. Stop right now. What I'm trying to say is, they're the glue that keeps this machine running. That's not the right, but you get, you get what I mean. They are the best. You could be the best too, if you wanted, but I mean, optional. Although, if you do want to find out what we've got going on around the internet, there are a few ways to do that. 
You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash damage guild. You can check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash damage guild. Facebook, facebook.com slash damage guild. You get the idea. Go somewhere slash damage guild. That's the place. It's not rocket surgery here, people. We like you. You like us. So let's like each other together. Have a wonderful, wonderful two weeks. Enjoy the rest of the episode and we'll see you next time. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Okay, so what do you guys think of this hole? So it's basically like a little alcove where someone was hiding something, presumably, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. It's only about five or six inches tall, maybe a foot deep, foot wide. Is there a pattern in the dust in the alcove, in the niche? There is no dust in there. Is there a coloration difference if we were to shine a light in there, like where, like the shape of something that has been resting there for a, a time? There's not any of that sort of discoloration, no. It doesn't seem like anything was resting there for a long time like that, or if it was, then it was cleaned off. Shaba, in these instances, all we need is a high-level archmage, and you just use some time warp magic on that small area. I agree. A high-level archmage would solve a lot of the problems that we have encountered thus far. In our time together. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Any other telltale signs? Uh, any scents or odors or leavings? Make an investigation check. All right. That time I rolled well. I rolled a 19, so my investigation check is a 20. <laughs> you scour the alcove, and searching every last corner, you pull out a single curly hair. <gasps> Oh, well, that's where I left that. <laughs> oh, wait, it's <laughs> Oh, it's me. Well, it's curly. It could be my wig hair. It could be. Yeah, one of your wig hairs. Tokus, what were you doing down here? It was Aslo's were-rat foot, because he has lots of curly foot hairs. Ah, so I do. Shaba, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that hair. Can I do some alchemical testing on the hair? DNA testing analysis? Do it. <laughs> Drop it in the vial. Can I just pop out my alchemist kit and get to work? What are you trying to do? I want to do some basic testing. Like, can I figure out, like, what species it belongs to? Uh, Generally speaking, it seems to be the sort of hair that you might find on a person's head, as opposed to an animal. Uh, Although that could be, you know, human, halfling, whatever. They're working with people. How high up from the ground was the niche? It was close to Tokus's eye level. Oh, okay, so it's a short niche. I see, which means that a small person with curly hair could have accessed it. Shaba, I know what this means, and I hold up the hair to Aslo, and they're almost identical. It's Aslo's evil twin clone! Yeah, I was gonna say, those. didn't we talk about last time how these were-rats are actually bizarro world versions of ourselves from (laughs) another dimension? Are they really? I don't remember that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that is the reality of the situation. That was why the cult ransacked the house. Like, they were trying to gather, like, data on us. Yep. What's the coloration Uh, of this hair? It's light. Possibly light brown. All right, Tokus, stash it in in your little sample library, and let's move along. Yep. I'll cork it, and let's go. And mark it on your character sheet, too. Uh, Yeah. Rando hair. (laughs) (laughs) File. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm like, huh, that, w- that was a weird hair. And you guys both turn to go down the hallway, and then I have, like, an evil grin spreads across my face. <laughs> I creep up behind both of you. What? No. You continue down the tunnel. 
you don't find any other signs of boot prints or anything here. You can see plenty of rat trails and rats, but they're starting to thin out the farther you go. So you do come across a few other points where water is pouring into this tunnel. The farther you're going, the less signs you're seeing of anything moving around down here. Seems like you're just moving farther and further away from the concentration of rats and everything that's been happening. All right, well, all I can do is trust my gut. We've got nothing else to go on, so... There's other ways we haven't explored, though, yet back there, right? Well, yeah, but, I mean, we don't know uh, of the mini tunnels what's what's what unless my ranger abilities do something down here. They initially pointed you towards that big space as the highest concentration of beasts in the area. Beyond that, I don't think there's anything that they can really do for you here, keep you from getting lost. One thing we could do... Just just a thought. Maybe we should surface. We're still in the city, right? Yeah, we're still below the city. But if there's were-rats still down here, then we haven't completed our quest. And something was pulling on that door, and it wasn't just a group of rats tied together via magic. <laughs> we have to put ourselves in the mindset of these were-rats. They're not stupid creatures. They're humanoids, just like us. And we're not stupid, right, Chaba? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I would go that far, but I, I'm with you. C- keep going. Well... Who's to say that, okay, if they really are about half a dozen, we wiped out half of their group. Why would they stay in the sewers? They're outnumbered. Four to two-ish, maybe three. I think they flew the coop. Well, this is also their home, though. Like, if this is where they live... Yeah, then they're going to defend it, more right? than Yeah, they're going to try to reclaim it. Think about it. They just walked, they waded through the corpses of their comrades littered throughout that room and tried to open the door to their bedroom, essentially, right? Who does that if they're gonna if they're just gonna leave? Hmm. Well it sounds like you're doing a good job getting into their heads, Shaba. Another thought. When they're beastified, wearified, can you track them? I mean, you do have that sensing ability for beasts. Apparently not. Apparently my ranger abilities have gotten me as far as they're going to. <laughs> uh, my DM intuition is telling me that we should go back uh, the other way. I think this is like a, the trail runs cold. This just extends into other parts of the sewers. There's nothing happening over there. We should turn back and try one of the other tunnels. Okay, I've tried three of the four, I think. So there was one more. So I'm not going to walk straight through the room. We'll go back to the rat room. I'm going to walk. I'm going to skirt the outside. Even if I take damage, that's fine. Go to the other tunnel, the fourth and final tunnel, and check there. It's a somewhat longer route since you're going around the outside, but you don't feel the singular strong bite. The other rats do manage to collectively do seven points. Okay. And you make it to the opposite side. Okay. And I look around. I got a natural 20 that time. Oh. Ooh. You know about all the secret hidden treasure in the sewers, too. Hey. Also, I just realized both of us should have just ridden on his shoulders just now. <laughs> Going just a short ways down the tunnel, you find another similar niche in the wall, similar to the one that you found down the opposite direction, only this one is holding a pair of pants neatly folded up. Pants? What? I call back. Hey, guys. Yeah? I think I found something. You're going to want to see this. And then we cut to commercial break. (laughs) Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Stranger Things lately. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, new season. Great season, by the way. Yeah, it's really good so far. And we're just advertising for them, too. (laughs) Yeah, this episode also (laughs) not sponsored sponsored by by Stranger Stranger Things. Things. By the time this comes out, 
that will be long done. <laughs> yes, yeah, by true. the time this comes out, this will be the old season of Stranger Things, and that we'll be all be looking forward to the next one, no doubt. Yeah, spoiler alert so, from this season, strange things happen. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting <laughs> how that always happens, right? I will try on the pants. Wait, Wait, hold on. What if they're cursed pants, Shava? No! <laughs> but remember, Shava doesn't know better. We've been through this before. They, they curse you to like do like some bad Irish jigs or like the dancing pants of... Yeah. <laughs> you pull the pants out of the hole and you find that they're only about a foot and a half long. <laughs> Aslo, wow. I found Shorts. you some pants! <laughs> um, guys, you're going to want to come and see this. All right. I guess I'll, I'll ride on Tokus's shoulders again. Well, you know how this went last time. Is there anything we can do? Duct tape your ankles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, aren't you wearing boots? Yeah, what the heck, Tokus? Uh, no, I'm wearing those really comfy shoes. Maybe that's why I got bit. Uh, well, those are <sighs> boots. Where are the yeah. boots? Oh, they are boots? Yeah. Wear an extra pair of boots. Oh, that's right. Dude, this whole time, I've had the boots of Kamir. When I don't even, like, wear shoes. No, you haven't had those. Oh, I, I thought I was wearing the boots of Kamir. Yeah. Have you oh. been, like, switching off wearing them because they're so comfortable? <laughs> like, you wear them for a day, and then I wear them for a no, day. No, that must be it. You've had them on the whole time. Yeah. And I've been barefoot. Yeah, remember, Tokus is wearing the Uggs of Comfort. <laughs> yeah. It's just so stylish. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? The Uggs of Beauty. What happened to the rope? I thought, did we, did we already use that resource? I thought you were going to say, what happened to Uggs? <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to Uggs? Those things were awesome, man. <laughs> did, did we use up the rope earlier on Shaba? What rope? Uh, what rope? I thought there was a rope uh, earlier. There's one that's strung across the room, but it goes between the two uh, entrances that you're not trying to get to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Think of that as like north to south and we're going east to west. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let me see if I have any shenanigans. I guess I could just plow through them again. I'll, I'll heal both of you guys. Oh, that's awesome, because I've lost like almost half my hit points. <laughs> Alright, so you charge through. You take three points of damage from various bites, and then ah, another ah, seven back, points back, from rats. one strong one on your shin. Oh! What the heck, man? Ouch. And he, we still can't tell where it's which rat it's coming from or which thing it's coming from? You can try to make a perception check to see if you can figure it out. You should try to make a perception check for last time, too. I end up with a 15. Who did that? Hey, hey, I'm talking to you, rats. Which one of you did it? Show yourself. Yeah, stop hiding. Don't forget about your bardic inspiration. Add the bardic. I don't even know if I still have it, though, guys. Hasn't it been 10 minutes? I don't think so. No, probably not roll, that long. Roll, Quick, roll. use it. I'll say you still have it. Ooh, 20. Sweet. Nice. And you can just catch what you're almost positive was the rat that did it. However, it looks just like any other ordinary rat in this group, but you track it with your eyes as it tries to mix itself back into the rest of them. That's no ordinary rat. Grab it. Grab it and throw it to me. Let's roll initiative. Initiative? I knew it. Earlier, I th it felt like you almost wanted to roll initiative when Shaba get bit, uh, gotten bit. <laughs> I could, like, feel it, because, like, Thane always does this, like, you feel this, like, <laughs> initiative. But not really. Oh, Natty 20! Nice. nice! What? You can get it. That's a 22. Aslo has a 9. Shaba has a 15. 
and stripers. Wait, are we really starting this fight with me in the middle of a swarm of rats? Yeah, dude, that's the best way to start oh, it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> stripers goes on a 10. So this rat looks like a normal rat, but it's absurdly strong? It does look like a normal rat. That's no ordinary rat. Seems to be the case. Wow. So yeah, Tokus, you're first. Okay. That's no ordinary rat, I say again. Um, <laughs> so I've got a couple different things I could do here, guys. Um, as far as AoE is concerned, I still... I mean, I could just green flame blade and start, like, taking out two at a time. Just grab the rat. You see it. You see which one it is. Oh, grapple him so he can't get away? Yes. Grapple him. Yeah. Grab it and throw it over to Shava. Throw it over to me. Okay. I will attempt a grapple on what I perceive to be the rat that bit me. Or just toss it up in the air and I'll alley-oop shot <laughs> right through it. Pin it to the wall. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I want to I get my hands on it. Do I have disadvantage because I'm mounted on because <laughs> I'm being mounted? Does that give me disadvantage? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Kids, plug your ears. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Jeez, uh, Shaba. Just do it. Normal athletics. Whoa, I don't believe... I, I just rolled another natural 20, guys. What? What, dude? <laughs> You super grabbed it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Super grab, and I smash him into the ground. (laughs) That is a 22. You look down, spot the rat, your hand lunges out, and you instantly grab it out of the pack and lift it up. You're not getting away this time. (gasps) Guys, what if it's a were-rat that's a rat? That's what I was was thinking. I think it's a halfling-sized were-rat. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's your long-lost brother, Aslo, that turned into Don't talk about my brother that way. (laughs) Wait, you're not an only child like me? My parents didn't want to have another one after me. I don't know why. (laughs) I was such a lovely boy, young lad. I would have loved some brothers and sisters. They always let me hang out at the old hermit's house, Mernie, outside of town. I don't know why. They always told me to go into the woods and not get lost. Or maybe they didn't care. <laughs> Are you going to do anything else in your turn? Uh, Grabbing the rat was your action. Yeah, we don't grapple all that much on this show. Is there anything else mechanically you guys would recommend? I'm not necessarily reaching for Thane's advice here. You look over and Shava's got a baseball bat and he's just holding it ready to take a swing like over the plate. <laughs> Where'd you find that, Shava? Just throw it. What's baseball? Ooh, you know what I'll do? This is a free action, right? Or an item action. I will unsheath my rapier and hold it up to the rat's stubby little neck and say tell us uh, why you're biting our ankles (laughs) squeak one squeak for yes two for no (laughs) okay it's just squeaking like a rat would oh okay well that's too many squeaks so maybe that's a sort of just throw it over to Shaba and separate it out from the pack do you continue to move towards Shaba yeah we should we should bring the party together I'll bring the party to him yeah. Okay. Shaba's turn. Um, if it so- if it looks like Tokus is moving toward me rather than, say, like getting ready to toss it, um, I'm trying to look through my inventory to find out if I have any sort of a container. It's like Zelda, and we put it in a jar. You can put yeah. anything in a jar. <laughs> in a jar, right. <laughs> we put everything in a jar in that game. Uh, dang it. I thought I have Mason's tools, and for a split second you were talking about jars, and I thought I had a Mason jar. Um, (laughs) Why don't you just use the mason's tools on it Yeah, that would be good Uh, 
I'm going to open up my... I'm going to... No, I'm going to go away from the rats. I'm going to dump out the contents of my backpack. And then I'm going to get right by the room where the rats are and hold it open and say, drop them in here. Uh, okay. Well, he's almost to you now, so it would be closer to just stay in the entryway there. But yeah, you can dump out your backpack and get it ready. Yeah, I do. The rat that you're holding is struggling to escape, but doesn't manage it. Ah, via iron grip. Uh, Stripey. Ah, Stripey helps me hold the bag. (laughs) Because he normally is in it, so he's outside of it. And he's like, I don't want them to be in my my little home. We'll stink it up. Yeah, you know how like a little puppy will stand beneath the dinner table waiting for scraps to fall? He's below the bag waiting for, in case the rat doesn't (laughs) make it in. It's like mouth open wide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aslo. I will hop down off of Tokus's shoulders. Into the rats. Oh, he's still in the rats? Yeah, they're coming with us, Aslo. You might want to stay on. Oh. <laughs> uh, I delay. <laughs> You're just along for the ride. Yep. Uh, Tokus, back to you. Okay. Um, should I, like, snap its back before I put it into the backpack or something? I mean, isn't it going to get out of the bag pretty easily? Uh... As soon as it's in the bag, I was going to, like, slam it against the wall a couple times to knock it out. But I'm our fighter. Like, shouldn't I just, like, conk it on the head and put it in the bag? Well, can you do subdual damage to it? Can you? Yeah. Like, Could I, like, pommel strike the rat? <laughs> Are you a monk now? Can you <laughs> not kill it? You have that option when dealing melee damage? Yeah, I'd like to deal non-lethal damage, particularly to its... Skull region. Yeah, snap its neck non-lethally. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just, I'm gonna just kind of gently punch it in the face. <laughs> yeah, hey, perfect. <laughs> gently, yes. lovingly, just give it a good old sock to the nut. <laughs> with, with an open hand, like a nice slap. Okay, there you go. Now we're, yeah. now we're all used to slapping things awake and slapping things asleep. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll use the sleep slap. That's an area of expertise for us. Am I using my strength here? What am I using here? Just an unarmed melee attack. A normal attack roll. Assume you have proficiency with unarmed attack. Mm-hmm. With my fisticuffs. Okay, so with proficiency, with strength, this would be a 19. To plant my hand on the rat in a loving, forcibly disciplinary kind of manner, you know? <laughs> okay, so you smack the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, is the name of my new punk band. <laughs> I just started. Yeah. <laughs> With um, an unarmed attack, it's just one point of damage plus your strength, so you deal three points of damage to it. Sweet. And it continues to struggle. Uh, Alright, guys. Everybody take turns. <laughs> yeah, good job, Tokus. We're all going to have to beat it down now. You make it out of the swarm of rats at this point. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, good. Yeah, I will. I will. Alright, I jump into the initiative here to smack it. <laughs> Just drop it into the bag. Can I drop it into the bag? Is that kind of like a free action to ungrapple or not really? Let Aslo smack it first, then drop it into the bag, and I'll slap it around a little more. <laughs> yeah, you, you can let go and drop it in the bag. Alright. It's in the bag, Shaba. All right, I hold up the bag so Aslo can punch it a couple of times, subdually. I got a 17 to hit. What, what if Aslo, like, punched it into the bag? There you go. <laughs> I like that. Cool. That's, a, that's more epicer. More epicer? <laughs> yeah. It's super epically better than just dropping it. Yeah, maybe the most epicest thing <laughs> that we could have possibly done here. It's like karate punches it into the... <gasps> bag punch! All right, so a 17 to hit? Hit. For how much damage? D4? 
If it's just a punch, it's one plus your strength. Oh, okay. So, two. If you want to, you can use melee weapons non-lethally also. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we should have done that. That's why I was saying pommel yeah. strike. Isn't that a thing I can do? Yeah, or like... Or do I really have to be a monk? The flat of your blade, either way. Yeah. Yeah, but you said that you were punching it slash caressing yeah. it. <laughs> you're, you're right, you're right, but that's what I wanted to do originally, and they talked me out of it, so... Last time I listened to you guys. Let's just spend half an hour going around in a circle, punching this rat over and over again until it passes out. <laughs> yeah, once Azo has punched it into the bag, I'm going to cinch it shut at the top, grab it like a, you know, using the rat as like a weight, and subdually smash it repeatedly against the floor. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's gruesome. It's like brain damage waiting to happen. Stripey, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, look away, Stripey. Just imagining Shaba doing that. Just this massive giant just, like, smashing this bag against the floor. But I'm dealing subdual damage, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, since it's already in the bag, I'm just going to give you that as an automatic hit, but it's still only one point of damage from each of you. Alright. <laughs> I keep going until it stops moving. <laughs> this is so dark. <laughs> hey, it's a freaking were-rat, man! This is the enemy we're dealing with here. We think it's a were-rat. Yeah, could just be a poor, harmless little rat. It's definitely not harmless. Look at our ankles, man. No, it'd be dead by now. We got some mm. questions for it, too, because like, if it is a were-rat and we got bitten by the were-rat, uh, we're maybe were-rats, too? Probably. Yeah. It's probably too late for us. So, you smash it into the ground and... Immediately thereafter, you feel the weight in the bag start to increase drastically. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, my backpack. Dump it out, dump Quick, it out. Quick, I dump it out. Yes. From a height, so as to do additional subdual damage. <laughs> yeah, you don't want your backpack to tear. Yeah. All right, well, it's trying to break out, and if you're going to help dump it out, then... What sort of role would I have to take to drop it out and uh, drop kick it on its way to the ground? <laughs> well, it's not technically your turn anymore. It's my turn. Okay, so I can't dump it out? Well, that's like an item interaction, right? So It you... was trying to escape, and if you're willing to dump it out, then it basically just escapes for free. Succeeds, yeah. Okay, I'm not willing to dump it out unless I can also kick it. So, otherwise, I'll just <laughs> leave it in the bag. Uh, make an athletics check to try to oppose its escape. All right, uh, that is a 16. 14 plus 2. And that is one less than I rolled. No! <laughs> its little head pops out. You see what emerges from the bag, struggles and pokes its head out of the bag, and plops out onto the ground next to you. He is actually a halfling. Oh, oh look, a new friend. Oh, you were right. 